If you made it all the way to episode 200, then I want to thank you so much for allowing me into your life and for allowing me to share my stories. And in this episode, this episode is actually a very interesting story. And the title of the episode is obviously Rari and the Stripper. So to give you a little bit of a background, Rari is my dog. She is a Pomeranian. At the time of this recording, she is three years old. And she is essentially like my little homie. She goes with me wherever I go. And we are inseparable. Now, this dog is probably one of the cutest dogs that you'll ever, ever see. And whenever I take Rari out, Rari is, first of all, Rari is a celebrity. I mean, like not just in real life, but in the digital world too. She has almost 80,000. She had like 85,000 followers on TikTok, but I think we lost 5,000 followers. I don't know. I honestly feel like TikTok is a whole scam and all those followers that Rari has probably isn't real anyway, but that's a whole other story. Um, She has around 4,500 followers on Instagram. And the thing about her followers on Instagram is it's like a lot of blue check models that follow Rari. So Rari is like an influencer among influencers and it's pretty cool. Really cute dog, really well behaved. Um, probably one of the sweetest. If you don't like dogs, you will love Rari. Like Rari is one of those dogs where he's just like, okay, she's really super intelligent. So that's a little background about Rari. Well, whenever I walk around with Rari, I usually have flocks of women that are just like attracted to me. Um, and it's it's obvious that Rari is a chick magnet. You know, it's not lost on me <laughs> of the the magical powers that Rari has. A lot of people will actually accuse me of getting Rari to be able to pick up women. And if you caught my previous episode on how to handle trolls attempting to damage your reputation, well, then you know the best way to handle that is just to pay it no mind. So that's what I do with Rari, just pay it no mind. Or I'll just jokingly say... Exactly. That's exactly why I got Rari. But today in this episode, I'm actually going to share the true origin of Rari, why she came into my life. And this is a really good story. And the title of the story is Rari and the Stripper. All right. So back after I finished my MBA program and I was pretty much just like, if you, if you know anything about my story in terms of doing all these grunt roles to try to get into a trading seat, during that time, I met this young woman in... Uh, so I am a language learner. I'm one of those people that when I go on vacation, I don't just sit at the beach. I mean, I, I enjoy doing that like for my daily life, but not on vacation. Vacation to me, I like to go on language learning trips. So I'll go like learn Spanish or I'll learn French. And I like I enjoy learning languages because it helps you connect with other people that you might not have been able to connect with. So I'm taking a French class at a community college. And at this community college, I met this really like a, a baddie. I mean, she was a baddie, right? Well, I start dating her. It turns out that she was actually a stripper. And... 
yeah, I'm not exactly sure how to finish the rest of that story. But as you can imagine, there were a lot of ups, there were a lot of downs. And one of the things, however, is I think from that experience, I will tell you that it was very damaging to my mental health because she was clearly psychopathic. I'm not sure if she was a psychopath. I don't think she was a psychopath, but she was definitely a narcissist and she definitely doesn't have any empathy. So when you're dealing with people like that, that can have very damaging consequences on your self-esteem, on how you relate to the world, etc. And when you have a relationship with a narcissist, um, it's really painful. So in this relationship, she actually had two children. And before me getting into a relationship with this woman, I actually did not want children at all. I mean, I didn't even want to get married. I wasn't marriage-minded. I wasn't children-minded. But when I met her children, her children were, like, the sweetest things in the world. Like, oh, my God, so cute, so smart, so intelligent. And I was so impressed because they were very resourceful. And actually, if I had to be honest, I think they're resourceful because they kind of have to be resourceful because they're pretty much mothering themselves. But they were they were very, like, amazing human beings, you know, um, one of them was my like little homie. And that's how I thought of her. Well, after I was able to break free from that relationship, because that relationship was really taxing. And that relationship actually led me like to this really dark place where I was suffering from clinical depression, I had to get on medication. Um, it was like a whole thing and it took me a couple years to recover i would say it took me three years to recover and i'm still recovering i wouldn't say that i'm back 100 percent, but yeah that was a pretty deep experience um well after the relationship was over i realized that i really enjoyed nurturing other people and I absolutely loved those children. And like, I felt like a, a piece of my heart was just like taken away. So for me to get that back, that's where I saw this dog in my building. It was a Yorkie. And before this, I actually did not like dogs. Um, and, and I think I didn't like dogs because their owners just don't know how to train their dogs. So their dogs misbehave. And I think it's the same way for, for parents and their children too, right? For like the kids who misbehave. It's really not the kids' fault. It's like the parents um, who are not doing enough to, to manage their children. Anyway, there was this Yorkie. And this Yorkie was like amazing. And every time I saw this Yorkie, like it would just make me feel good. And I wanted more of that feeling. And I wanted to take care of this Yorkie. It was like the way this Yorkie was, you could tell that this Yorkie had a little bit more than regular sense. So what I've been noticing about dogs is there's really two different types of dogs. There's these dogs that just like, they're reactive. Um, they don't really take time to understand or think. They're not really processing, they're just reacting. Well, Rari is one of those dogs where she's processing, she's strategizing, she's creative, she can make up games, she can make up rules and force you to stick to her rules. Like she's a very amazing being. So with this dog in the, this high-rise that I was staying at, this Yorkie, I went online and I started looking at Yorkies 
And this was probably around like a three, four month process where I was just browsing different websites, looking for different dogs that would fit into my lifestyle, right? And then as I'm looking at this Yorkie, there is a video of Rari. And instantly I was like, oh my God, this is, this is my dog. Because Rari in this video, um, the way she was reacting, so they have these videos and they'll, they'll have different toys to engage the dogs and how, it look, like they'll have like a rose and it's like a really cute video where they'll take this rose and they'll wave it in front of the dog. So a lot of the other dogs in the videos, they'll try to play with it and swipe it. And Rari's, the way that Rari looked at the rose was just like, why are you waving this rose in front of me? Like, are, you know, are you dumb? Like, can we do something a little bit more fun and engaging? And just the way that she was reacting to the rose, like you could tell like this was like a thinking being. And I was like, that's my dog. So ordered Rari. I was super excited. Um, you can see some of the journey in, in my IGTV on Rari's Instagram, which is that Rari, my love. So that's R-A-R-I-M-Y-L-O-V-E. And I'm actually kind of like, uh, I wouldn't say tearing up, but... You know that feeling like when your voice starts getting shaky a little bit? But yeah, just thinking about the first time that Rari came into my life. So ordered Rari off the internet. <clears throat> and after it, it took about like a month to get Rari in, the way that it works is Rari was born in Korea. And to be able to get the dog from Korea, you have to hire a nanny service. And they have this whole air nanny service for dogs that you can do. Well, you hire this nanny service to bring the dog from Korea to Houston, where I was staying at the time. I mean, that's where I'm from. Um, and then, yeah, it took like a month for the whole process. And when I got Rari, the first time that I held Rari, like, okay, first, Rari wasn't even her real name. The name that I was kind of going with was just Baby Girl. And I don't, I don't even know why. I just didn't have a name. But the very first thing that Rari did when we first met was she started like playing and she has this playground like she she's like a little dinosaur it's like amazing but she has this playground and it's like Rawr! and that was kind of like part of her name and then of course it also sounds like ferrari which sounds legit and then also this wasn't really part of it but my brother figured out this pun which is ferrari get it so fur furry ferrari ferrari um yeah that that kind of works out too anyway that is actually how I got Rari. And then when I met Rari at the airport and she was roaring, she was super cute. The thing is, if you look at my face in the videos, what I was thinking in my head was like, oh my God, what did I do? I just took this, like this being and now I'm responsible for it. Did I make the right decision? And Rari was covered in pee and poop because she was traveling with five other dogs. And I don't even think it was her pee and poop, but it was just like, Mixed pee and poop from all five dogs, and she stank. But we got her home, gave her a little bath. And since then, like, wow. We have been the best partners in crime. Um, when we walk around, we're, like, in sync, you know? Like, we... It's just a different level of communication that I didn't think was possible. But we're definitely in sync. We can definitely communicate with each other. But that's actually how I got Rari. And it just so turns out that Rari happens to be a chick magnet. I was not thinking about that, but you know what? I'm not going to not use that power, I suppose.
um, yeah, I mean, why, why would you not? But thank you again for being with me up until episode 200 and for allowing me into your life. And this is something that I haven't shared with any, any people. So if you're listening to this episode, you are one of the first. And I'm definitely not going to advertise this episode. So it's just going to sit there. And again, thank you. This is Robin Copernicus. Boom, bam, I'm out. Hey, so if you're a 6% entrepreneur, here are four ways that I can help you right now. One, hit that subscribe button and the bell so you can always stay up to date on the latest marketing strategies and tactics from this podcast. Two, find out how much of a natural born entrepreneur you are by taking the visionary quiz at robin.ws forward slash quiz. Three, join the Visionaries Facebook group at robin.ws forward slash group. And finally, four, if you want to join the first startup accelerator that helps you skip investor funding, then go ahead and book a call with me at robin.ws forward slash call.